thing. Your phone has replaced your camera, your alarm clock, yes. your video camera. I mean, yes. like your Everything. computer. Replace all those things. And yeah. saying, don't let it replace your mate. Oh, yeah. say it one more time, Mr. Yeah. Mister. A.K.A. Jeffrey Mister, right beside me is my wife of fifth, almost 15 years. Almost 15 Two years. Two kids, no animals. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mister, A.K.A. Dana Mister, and together we are the, the Misters. Yeah, and on this podcast, we believe in every season of life, whether you're single, engaged, married, divorced, whatever, you need to laugh, learn, and love. We want to thank everybody who've already subscribed on YouTube or on Apple Podcasts. You've left a rating. You gave us five stars. And so thank you. Salute to you. And so today, we are getting into the question, is my phone bae? Is my phone? Is my cell phone? Mm. Ooh, is my phone bae? Is my phone bae? Have you given up the person that you used to love? You used to look in their eyes and gaze and look at the stars, have picnics out in the, <laughs> in the yard. Now for your iPhone 37 or whatever number you're on right now, or your Android calls for your heart. And so now the person, am I cheating on my mate with my phone? Is my phone taking over yeah. our relationship That's, and not only mm -hmm. that just with any relationship is your phone taken away for those who may be single from just interacting with other people or are yeah. you so engaged with your phone that you just missing out on life or if you if you have kids and you single with kids um do you is your phone taking over your time spending time with kids and all of that so uh, it's amazing how times have changed i know when we got married 15 years ago it was just a basic phone still mm -hmm. <laughs> I talk about that sometimes too. I feel like it was like when you left work, you left work, you didn't have emails, yeah, you didn't have contact to you. you. Yeah. You yeah. So it's unfortunate that we have definitely become, it's a good thing. I love technology. You love technology, love right? Technology. I believe we, everybody loves technology. It's a way to connect. Yeah. But we have to learn how to disconnect, just as important. Because growing up, like, you know, you know, I I remember even the phone, my great grandmother had one of the phones where it had oh, the, oh, the, time, the rotary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you have to wait till it go all the way back. Yeah. Like, no, or you know even then at the time progress along then it was just just a house phone and then you know i know for me i was a senior in high school when i got my first nokia 51 was it 5160 i shot my auntie out too i got my my first cell phone in my on my senior year in high school shot my auntie out she um co-sign for me to get a phone at that point in time so shout out to Aunt Leola yes. and so, so you know and so we went from that phone so but then you know for me it was minutes right you had minutes or uh, was so, it seven o'clock you had the yeah wait no but oh, okay. mine it was nine yeah nine yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven, it was nine and then it went up to nine seven yeah and so you know nine, yeah. and then you know and then you know test message even test message was like 25 cent or 10 cent so, so. <laughs> when we met I was like um you had Sprint, 
Sprint, I don't think it's no longer. And so her phone bill was like, how was her little phone bill? Like? $400 in college. I said, man, if we're going to get in a relationship, we got to curve this off. You got to, we got to figure out what's going on so, here. Because I was like, this but, is not going to work. You know, but then as time progressed along, now it's just like, it's unlimited everything. And so, which is a great thing, but I know for. For for some of us, is become like is your phone truly bad? So yeah. Yes, and so we're gonna get into it. Whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're engaged, whether you broke up, whether your relationship was broken up by your phone because you you did you felt insecure from that situation or whatever. Some stats I got some stats right here. Users spend on average two hours and fifty one minutes a day on their smartphone. I think it is increased. That, that was yeah. I think it's increased. Yeah. What year was that? Much more. This was this this was from twenty twenty. Oh yeah, it's okay. a lot more than that. And the yeah. thing about it, one thing about iPhone, does your phone give you like how long you was on? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So yes, yeah. Uh, so statistics you may look at like wow, I was on the phone that long each day, and so you you don't realize it. It kind of goes by on time. Mm -hmm. You don't even realize yeah. what's actually. And when we say phone, meaning like your phone calls, like your test, like checking your emails, checking your text messages, scrolling on social media, all of that is included. So it just shows you for mine to give me a daily, what was my average techno, techno, technology time in a yes. week. Yes, yes it And it's heartbreaking. Like, I mean, it's not heartbreaking, yeah. but it's like, wow, you spend so much time on like your phone yep. that you just like, Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I was looking at an Instagram post. It was saying your phone has replaced your camera, your alarm clock, yes. your video camera. I mean, yes. like your everything. Replace all those things. And yeah. saying, Don't let it replace your mate. Oh, yeah. say it one more time, Mister. Yeah. Mister. On the lab, learn love. Oh, I heard you say it. it replaced. It replaced your alarm clock, your computer, your. Uh, your camera, your video uh, camera, um, all those things, and don't let it replace your mate. And many of you may be listening right now, like, ooh, but the question is, do you realize it in the moment? So the time you feel like, you may like that, do you realize it in the moment? You're like, wow, this is something. No, I think most of the times, I think for most people, we just, and you could chime in because you, you're in the same thing as well, but I just feel like the most time is just like, you're just trying to accomplish the task, whatever it is on your phone at that time, you know, whereas it was so crazy, like yesterday, you know, yesterday was supposed to be a, a technically off day, but it's just like, wow, like just calls after back calls, to back, back, back to back, mm -hmm. we was trying to go somewhere for a drive through and it was just like back to back calls and emails and testaments and it's like a domino effect it's like one call do, you know it d dominates mm -hmm. <laughs> everything else so um it's amazing how that happens so um i just think it, i don't think it's you like ignore your spouse i think you just trying to accomplish what the task at hand but i'm gonna share some things that i decided to do for 2021 i shared it with a our, uh, my, my family, my media family at uh, New Year's Eve dinner, um, or New Year's Day dinner, like some things that I know I wanted to mm. do during a mm. certain time frame. So yeah. Okay, good, so we'll get into it. So we always like to hear from you guys. And so you guys help everybody else, you help us. We try to be real with y'all, authentic and genuine about it. You the same way. And so we call you our MFs. Mr. Fam. That's our Mr. Family. So we have you writing in. So if you'd like to write in, you want to be a part of this portion, here's we laugh, learn, and love. Is MF help me? And Mr. Family help me. And so our question of the week, MF help me. I love my husband, but he stays on his phone. He works in business and sells different things for his company, but he never logs off. When he is not working, he is working on his next business venture. 
He even gets on his phone directly after sex. <laughs> when I ask him about it, oh, he gets defensive and says he has to work. He has to pay the bills for the family. Uh, I get frustrated, so I sometimes lash out and sometimes I shut down. MF, help me. So, okay. so real life, This is and this is what I love about this podcast. That's what, when I made this podcast, it's about helping real situations like that. Uh, this is real. This is a real situation. So yours may not be the same thing, it may be different. So we'll, we'll, we'll start up. Dana um, sometimes gives the... The good biblical answer that. We'll see where she goes. <laughs> but before we goes. get into that, let's go ahead and do this theme song. Oh, yes. We did not do this theme song. Laugh, learn, love. Hey. Laugh, learn, love. Podcast. Laugh, learn, love. With Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Laugh, learn, love. No phone, no computer, nothing. 
right? No phone, especially no phone, no computer, computer, because you may have a show that you guys want to watch together or something like that. So I'm not going to take away the TV. What I am stating is utilize mm. that time, whether you're able to cook dinner together or sit down around the table together, talk about each other's day. I mean, because this right here could be so dangerous. It could just, it, it makes us, it's almost like, um, Mm -hmm. Actually, for some people, the phone has become a uh, what addiction. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry, <laughs> addiction. You know, the phone could be an addiction for some people. So I would say that's what I would say. Sit down with him, talk to him, and just be like, uh, uh, especially when it comes to intimacy. Right? Don't get on your phone. Mm -hmm. So I think you raised a lot of good questions. I think this is me, Mister. This is my my take on this. So um, MF, help me. So let me help you, help you, MF. Uh, and so I think. First of all, I think, like you said, communication there too. I think what this guy and what I think most people are, you're so used to, uh, I was just reading a stat that most people open their phones 150 times a day. So you like open your phone, that's a lot of times. So I think once you do something so much subconsciously, mm -hmm. you don't even know that you're doing it. So I think- It's like in sleep, those, it yeah, sleep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it becomes a part of it. Also too, I was reading in terms of like, I don't know, that can be your normalcy. So like boring wise, like when was the last time you just let, this is something I was, I was talking about too, about like no television, no phone to where your mind actually wanders or you can think through something. And many times when I'm not doing something, I'm sitting back like I need to be in it. It's just like a slot machine, like the phone lights up, it does everything. So I have to be on it. So I think for her, I'm kind of get to the point of this, is just saying that how are we communicating explicitly about that and can we take what, our mate is saying to us. Because if this is something I'm addicted to, just the same way we have somebody with drugs, right? Addicted to drugs or food or whatever. And that's something, show you watch, well, yeah. we watch 600, 600 Pound, pound Life. life. But, so, but with that though, even like with 600 Pound Life, right? There's some enabling going on, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's yeah, what, that's what, that's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's what I'm saying. So it's like, but, the other, like both people have to acknowledge that. So first it starts with let's communicate first. Mm -hmm. Let's get our communication on the first place of that. But also after that, when it comes up, because if I'm addicted to something, it's going to happen subconsciously unless I'm so self-disciplined I can see it. So what happens when they say, hey, babe, um, and that's where I think it comes off at because it's a trigger for us. So let's say you're struggling with your phone. Mm -hmm. I come to you and say, hey, are you, hey, I'd like to spend some time with you or something like that. And so if it's a trigger, like, most people, most people respond with saying, well, you always on your phone too. Or we'll, we'll point back out to something like that mm -hmm. because it's just the way it goes. So mm -hmm. I think communication mm -hmm. and just having a time saying, when that time comes up, how do you want what's me to communicate? Yeah, what what's the same word? Yeah, what's the same word? to communicate yeah. that doesn't trigger you to get to that place. Because I can't control what you're triggered by, mm -hmm. especially if you agree on yeah. something that we got to get to. So yeah. MF help me. Y'all yeah. drop in the comments too, really, and let this person know. Hey, what do you do? Is it a problem for you? Yeah. How can they? Um, and for the people that's not a problem for them, please, you know, help share share your information. Sure. But um, I do know that's one of the things that I agree with my family this year was to set aside a time during a certain time where it's no phone, no computer. Because again, like I understand, everybody's busy, and my and my this is my challenge though for everybody though. If it used to be a time which I miss where work was nine to five or eight to four. Or but that's the thing now. Just... But I believe because of technology, it has become like where we can respond to emails any time of the day. Like, you know, it used to be you just had to receive a letter, you know, in the mail and you wait to respond. You know, so life has changed. But Fair how about now. we get back to the basis where it was a time, it was a time for work. 
and it was a time for like family life. So mm. we have to work more on work-life balance. So, and we're going to get into this, right? So you may be thinking, that's not me. Or maybe thinking it's you. You may be completely silent. We got 11 signs real quick. We're going to get into of what happens and then what can we can do about it. Real quick before we go on to that point. Uh, uh, is there anything, a time that, that you felt like, you know what, you know what, I am on my phone a lot at this place of time. I'm on my phone a lot. Is there a quick time that you thought about right now? Like, well, I think what was the wake up call for me was, and the reason why I decided to do the two hour thing or whatever it is in the afternoon is because um, when, I think we were just sitting around and I was like, it was like we were watching a movie or something. I don't know. It may have just been me and the kids or whatever. And we was watching something and like, you know how you could like subconsciously hear somebody calling you, but you're not. And all of a sudden, all I remember it was like, mommy, put down your phone. And like, that was like, dang, like I am on my phone and I am on my phone a lot. So I think it was just like a wake up, you know, your kids would check it too. And I'm, I'm cool with my kids checking me in a respectful way. Are you cool with me saying something? Yeah, like and I'm cool with you checking me in a respectful way, you know? <laughs> so, you know, and so for me, it was like, wow, like, it's so easy to get caught up, especially with running different businesses and all of that stuff. And then nothing too, the, my downside, and again, that's why I'm careful. I don't want us to go to even this, another level because because of the pandemic. Now we have to do Zoom calls versus having mm -hmm. meetings, right? So now your meetings have to come into your home. So now we're able to create meetings at six o'clock in the evening, seven o'clock in the evening. And for me now, I don't want to get to that level. And I find myself like, um, it was like, uh, you know, a business call here at this evening, a business call here, it was like every single day. And it's just like, I don't want to get to that point. I want my home back. I want my my family time back. I want that back. I don't want to be, and I understand there are certain, certain exceptions, don't get me mm -hmm. wrong, but I don't want to be an ongoing, like for every sure, single sure. day, yeah. like at six o'clock in the evening or 7, 7.30, you know, mm -hmm trying to do it so yeah if you if you struggle compartmentalizing things and i think that some people in our society do i won't call out who you you put yourself it could be anybody it could be anything if you struggle compartmentalizing things then you won't cut off and so this brother here that's in the situation here he maybe he struggles compartmentalizing thinking okay as soon as you wake up i got this meeting i got this i got this i got this and you can never fully be present in the moment that you have right now and so some people can some people can some people have to intentionally work at it. And so, but if I'm not strategically thinking about it, acknowledging and working at it, you'll never get out of this bubble of MLP. I mean, I know there's a lot of people just in that same thing. So, but I don't know, one more thing today. I think another thing too, because I, like, yo, I love Six Hundred Pound Life because it has so many good takeaways. <laughs> like seriously, like, because one of the things it teaches you is people just don't wake up and be like, oh, I want to be Six Hundred Pounds, right? So we just don't wake up That's and right. be like, oh, I just want to be addicted to my phone. It's a gradual, it's bit by bit by bit. Mm -hmm. So, and another thing too is getting to the root. Like, what is it? Why are we so afraid to let go of our phones? Like, what get to the root of that. Why do we feel like we have to respond so urgently to people? You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. Or why do we feel like we have to scroll mindlessly on social media so i think getting to the root of things and that's always i love dr now that they like you have to get to the root of the issue so getting to the root of the issue of why we do what we do so yeah. preparing for this today i looked at in uh some of it is the dopamine that you get from being on your phone so let's say now if you notice this too and like you get notifications 
of you know people liking your picture or like comments on your thing and so why is that on your phone right like why is it on your phone is to keep you just so if you get there um TikTok, you know the, uh, like that their first thing is they want you and i i just got on TikTok, you know to kind of because i do comedy videos or what i do and so the first thing i noticed was they want you the first thing they say the very first thing they say is you never know what the next video is just scroll up like this and so i was like wow so even in in the even in its in its uh, design is to keep you scrolling, engaged, and so <laughs> and so. If you ever been to the bathroom where your legs fall asleep, or you ever been sitting before, <laughs> yes. sitting back and you're like, man, how long have I been here? Right. And so, but you don't know because there's another thing you see of like, oh wow, I didn't know such and such happened to them. Oh, I didn't know they took this trip. Oh, I didn't know they got engaged. And so it's something else that's being created that you like. I wonder what the next thing is. And if you don't have self-control, I'm telling you, this is this is one of the reasons why I changed my diet too and things like this. Is just trying to, because I didn't have self-control of some of those things. So I was like, let me try to develop some of that too so it becomes a better thing. So yeah. if this is you, and I know this is most of us, because in some level, some capacity, this gets us. And so thinking about those moments, this is a trigger for me. So when I feel bored, when I feel lonely, when I feel like something like that, I go to this instead of going to this or engaging in some type of form that's at a 1500 power level now. But most of us don't even know it. And like you said, on, on uh, 600 pound life, until it's too late at this extent, now it's life threatening to your relationship or to your family or whatnot too. So we got an uh, article from A Conscious Rethink. They have 11 warning signs their smartphone uses has turned into an addiction in your relationship. So number one is, they ignore you like you mentioned before on like oh you heard something in your subconscious mind and also this is something you mentioned too before of multitasking some people can multitask but i would say even even the best multitasker can't multitask <laughs> yeah most definitely and so um to me it means a lot when you give your undivided attention, attention. Yeah. like i'm not i'm like i'm listening you know how you can be, I'm, you know how you can be i'm listening like if you can give Yo, direct so gifts all those things are great but like i think one of the biggest things is that you can give the person is time because you can't get it back you can't get it back so that time and quality time so they ignore you so are you ignoring the person next to you like dana said uh family and whatnot yeah. so it's also it's noticeable your so it's not only your spouse that says something to you like for me it was my kids that said something you know to me or it may be a co-worker or your friend like you're not paying attention to me. Hey, you know, so, you know, that may be a sign that you may, your phone is banging. Your phone may be addictive, you know, so yeah. Number three is they're distracted. They're distracted to where, you know, it, it throws it off. And so, like, after six, and you go, you know, you go right to your phone to scroll through. Or maybe there's a blog you like to read about. Or there's something about that. And it's like, like, getting back to those moments, those precious moments in life. And what I found is, though, in those moments, in those moments that we've struggled in, can we listen to each other? Like you said, you know, uh, kids are different, but can you listen to your real bae in a situation like that? So how could I come to you that'll be effective? So let's say you are, you're like this, at one of the moments that is not right to be on your phone. How can I come to you and say it without it being triggering or something at that place. So like what what that's how you um, I remember 
sure. I believe most of the times, like, it's with anything. And I think that's another thing that 600 pound life has taught me is, you know, when you're, when you're not, you, you know, you're, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Okay. Like, for example, like, uh, and today I'm just going to be referencing that show, but like, they know they shouldn't be eating Popeye's, McDonald's, KFC in one setting, you know what I'm saying? A Taco Bell in one setting. Like, you know this, right? So for me, I know I'm not supposed to be on my phone, like, you know, I, you know, finding that work-life balance where it's time for me to just shut it off. So I believe, you know, be like, hey, come talk to me, you know, come talk to me. Let's put our phones down. Let let us put our phones down. Let us okay. put down our computer. So make it as a joint thing versus, hey, can you put your phone down? You see what I'm saying? You see the difference? Okay. So I think making a joint statement. Um, and I think going back to the lady earlier, hey, I want us to spend time together. So hey, how about we take, how about we set aside a no phone computer zone for mm. two hours out of the day? And I'm sorry, there are 24 hours out of the day you could give two, so yeah, and so figuring out when those moments are. So like, like yours, were you doing? And so with this, we kind of move forward with this, but just thinking through of of getting insight from the other person too. So when, and this is next level. I just thought about this too. This is next level, where you proactively ask the person. You say, hey, is there a time that that you feel that I'm on my phone too much, and then actually listening and apply that situation. I think it's next level to where if he did that for her or the yeah. same person. But I think we gotta take baby steps. Everybody, you know, most people are not there. But I think that's excellent. I think. That's oh no! Excellent. Well, yeah. um, I would say I would disagree because I'm thinking like um, of just asking a question. I think of being able to hear because I may feel like I'm fine at that place of time. But I think perception of who you're with matters most. I think if I just go off my own conclusion, I may be right or I may not have something that you may be triggered by. So I think being able to correctly acts that I think will be a huge thing. Uh, okay. And the next one is they don't apologize. Um, mm. Basically, you know, a lot of times if we are engaged in the phone, like if Jeff and I are sitting here talking, all of a sudden Jeff pick up his phone and just start a mm -hmm. message to somebody and then he don't doesn't say, me. excuse me, he don't say, oh, I'm sorry, babe, you were talking or anything like that, then that may be another sign that you may be addicted to your phone. Yes, okay. yes, yeah. And the way you say that too, uh, and this kind of gets into number five of they're easily bored. And, yeah. and we see this on on dates. You see, you see couples out and most of us, you know, can be guilty of this too. Of uh, you get there, we're there together, and so this this is one thing I like about when we first started dating too. And some people who are new to dating, know you you just started dating within the last five or or seven years. How long has been at that place of a phone really being a big push? Maybe even longer than that. But it's like you didn't have a choice. So it's like this, right? So it's like when you got there, your phone was just dialing, and so we could text somebody, but texts were like fifteen cents each. So unless you rich, unless you rock, unless you unless you um, Elon Musk, you could you could pay for text messages. So it's like it's so you had to engage in those conversations. Almost like like kids that don't have a lot of you know technology. You got to be creative and inventive. We usually have you know red light, green light, all the kind of games because we didn't have anything else to do. So you became more creative. I think now it's like the first sense of boredom or the fourth sense of, man, I gotta force it. I gotta try to create something. You know what? It's easier for me to just engage here. Yeah. They don't ask nothing of me. 
This yeah. phone just this phone loves me for who I am. Yeah. It loves and me. And actually boredom is good. That's one of the things I do know people have shared. Now boredom is good because it helps you, like you say, it just lets your mind just think and go to another space, you know, another level to go beyond like our phones. Mm -hmm. And so even like for kids, like take away their iPads, take away their anything related what? to technology what? and just what? let them just have a day of like just freedom to just you know just to explore and if they say oh i'm bored oh great you need to be bored they, they be so, kind of yeah. Great. yeah um uh, they get separation anxiety what does that mean break it down what does oh, that mean if you lose your phone if something happens to your phone you Karen, are about Karen. to lose your mind like prime example unfortunately y'all remember the lady that happened in new york yeah, where she Karen. thought oh her name wasn't karen I karen, but, karen but um but you know they <laughs> she thought somebody took her phone and like she just went so, ballistic you know uh she you know she tried to beat up the african-american young man like she just went ballistic like it's something that creates in us like oh my it's, it's like almost like losing like if you, it's like they lost their child or lost their best friend it's like it has become so connected to you so yeah yep and then FOMO where you have a fear of missing out where you yes. think oh, if i'm not on this time what happens to the news thing what happens if those things yeah. what happens if somebody does something i can't get to the to the latest gospel news or whatever so i gotta be attached 24 hours a day to yeah. where now you get to the place yes. um seven is they can't see the problem they can't see the what you mean everybody on their phone and you hear you hear statements like this well, you always on your phone, or I'm not. It's not a problem. For me. I I could I could shut this phone down whenever I want to. See, I set it down, but it looks up to you. Um, it was someone on Netflix about this same thing. I can't think of the name of the show, right? So his mom was like, "Hey, all right." She made this jar that had a timer. So while they're eating, everybody put their phone in this little jar. It's a timer. It doesn't open until the timer goes off. And so they're sitting around. You can hear like, <laughs> you can hear like this, and they're looking around like, "This sucks. This is the worst thing ever." And so then um, the daughter gets up like, hey, can I go get some of drink? She's like, sure. She gets something to drink and like gets a hammer and smashes the thing because her alerts are going off in the thing. She can hear alerts going off. And so she smashes the thing to get out, to get the phone out. And I was like, wow. And so think about this though, for people who are dating, those who are single, those who are you know young too, and you get into a place, you're like, wow, if this is what I'm doing now, imagine when you get to your spouse and they say something that triggers you from what you have, or it's something that you know what I can get to this this place, and so I can connect with somebody else, and so the connection that used to come from the one on one conversation, or let's laugh, or let's get a chance to know each other, can come from this, from getting that place. So now I feel validated, I feel seen by everybody else in the world except for who's closest to me. So, mm -hmm. woo. so yes, can't see the problem. Can you see the problem? Are your eyes open? Can you see the problem there? Yeah. So. Um, they get stressed by social media and emails. And so um, ultimately what this means is we spend our time scrolling on social media, comparing ourselves to other people. So if you just sit mindlessly, you know, scrolling social media and comparing yourself, you may be a sign that you may be addicted to your phone. Mm -hmm. And then also with the emails. Now, this is my thing <laughs> with um, it's hard because as soon as that bing, 
you go like, okay, who's responding? You don't want, you know, you want to make sure you respond. So again, creating that work-life balance. So it's okay to turn off, like, you know, it's okay to disconnect. If you, even like for me, I had to get to the point where I just put my phone on do not disturb. Mm -hmm. um, because that's just, that just helped me because with do not disturb or even just shutting the phone completely off. Now, some people don't want to shut their phone completely off. Now, I know for me, if my kids are away from me, I don't. I just do, do not disturb and then that way certain calls can't come in and then, then something should mm -hmm. happen. But um, otherwise, it's kind of like, what what happens is if you're constantly responding to the emails, it's like, you know, how you constantly respond to something, but you really don't want to do it, but you feel like you have to do it. It puts you like in a bad mood, right? And so then mm. you're sitting here, you're in a bad mood and your kids say something. And then like another thing too, if it's something that you need to respond to from work that you don't necessarily agree with, like if your child said, hey, mommy, what? I mean, it's just like, or, or if your child asks you for something and you're in a bad mood, you're not, so you may disagree displace that move mm -hmm. onto your children or your spouse or in your home because you don't supposed to be checking your email anyway right mm -hmm. so again it's kind of like now what i'm trying to do better at, at is once i get home how many of us like sit in your car well i know jump been virtual for almost a year now but like for me when i get home it's like i just sit in my car and just like and then, because now you need to shift your your mindset. Mm -hmm. So I think another thing too is if you could just detox everything from work mm -hmm. to shift now for that two hour time period that we discussed, I think that would help. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, number eight is you feel rejected. And so if you are the partner, if you are the, the spouse, if you are the person that you're dating, and you're thinking you feel rejected by those things. So like this lady from the MF helped me. She felt like I feel rejected because this is the time. Like I just, we just shared a moment. I just put the yams on you. And this is what you think to go to that place. And I know sometimes too, like it's one of those moments. I know um, uh, we've, we've had moments that that uh, both of us, you know, I guess I probably felt rejected at those times. To me, it's like, how do you communicate that in those moments? Because I don't know, to me, it's like, I would think of like, you don't see what's actually happening and that person may or may not be seeing it. So it's like, how do you communicate and continually communicate? We've been almost 15 years married to this thing, still trying to figure out how to, how to get that down completed. But how do you communicate in those moments when you do feel like, come on now, this is not, this is not it in those, in those times. And not to say that person is intentionally to do it. They may not even realize that they're doing it. I remember uh, when you were on the blogs for like the Disney blog thing. What's the name of like the little Disney thing? Whatever it is, right? You remember you telling stories about you. I know. This, yeah. I know it's a trigger. In that. I feel like it's a trigger. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm saying... <laughs> no, but no, I think it's a trigger for you. I feel like. But this is... It's okay to say. It's okay to say that? Sure. Okay. <laughs> you see like... But it's not... I'm not saying the bad... I'm saying this is the... I'm trying... We're trying to be transparent as of those things. And so... And so I would be like... You got all this finest over here at that place. Time. I was like... You don't see... You, and not that you would say this, this is what I would perceive it to be is, as something that's in the blog is more important than me at that time. Mm -hmm. And so, and I would struggle with how to communicate that so it doesn't come off in a negative sense and it doesn't elevate any more of the feelings itself. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not, I'm not putting it at the place. I'm just trying to give a real mm -hmm. thing. Did you, did you, did you feel that for me then at the time or, or you didn't feel it at all? Uh-uh, I didn't feel it at all. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, if I don't say anything, if I say something, it could be combative or start some type of thing. Or if I don't say something, 
I just sit in the feeling of rejection mm -hmm. that I perceive it to be. So it's like in those moments, because the moment you mentioned were from from kids, but I'm thinking like in terms of, of like your spouse or who you're dating, mm -hmm. how do they communicate in those moments mm -hmm. so it doesn't get through? And I think like you said before, it's like, hey, love to spend some time with you at those places. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's a multi-layered thing. I think it's talking about it not in that moment, so it's not as triggering. That's what I'm trying to bring up. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, how do you bring it up to where it does? Because it's a trigger. Does it? Do you? <laughs> yeah, I don't agree with that. And I mean, but I believe it's the same thing though for women. For some women, yours, you know, for me is the the Disney ball thing. But or for some, I think some women they may say is when their significant other watch sports and they want to have a coming. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a it's a it's both. I think both parties are have have one point in time or another have done something where their spouse may have felt rejected because of technology. So that's, yeah. So, so yeah. what was the solution? I so that's what I was saying earlier is about going to that spouse and like, hey, I want to spend some time with you, you know, or that sort of thing. So, but I think, you know, that's one of the things that that's, I'm going to I'm gonna be totally honest with y'all. That's one of the things that I want Jeff and I both to work on is versus looking constantly at the flaws of the spouse. Like, like say, hey, like redirect it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like versus looking at, well, you know, that's what I was like. Oh, you gonna give my example versus find an example of when? Oh, you know? gotcha. oh okay. no. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought that was something. So yeah, yeah. So, you saying. Yeah. so it's like, so but, but yeah, go ahead. But I don't want to. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that can be true. Of just like you see how it can be to that place, and I would even try to. You know, no, 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 no. I'm I'm cool with that. But what mm -hmm. I'm stating is a lot of times. We, I just want to provide a healthy way of communicating where I think sometimes we're, it's so easy to point out the flaws in your spouse and your significant other or other people, but sometimes I just want us to start being more reflective of ourselves. That's what I'm saying. I want us to be more reflective of ourselves and like, man, well, is adverse to stating there was a time, hey, was there a time where you felt abandoned or neglected you know what i'm saying or yeah so gotcha. yeah okay number nine says your sex life is suffering says your partner gets in the bed and starts flicking through their phone which means you're not thinking so much about color and physical closeness so yes a worrying number of people have even admitted to checking their phone while getting intimate wow now that's good time yes. let me yes. see what's going on here yeah. get it up yep yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so there's you, I mean, most of it, this would, how do you communicate? And most of us haven't learned, like, like coming up, I didn't learn how to communicate when as a man, like this, this is something like, wow, this like, nobody taught me. I don't know of other guys too, but like nobody really taught me of like, Hey, when you feel neglected or when you feel like that, how do you respond? Like that's not, a, they, they don't teach that as a manly thing of like, Communicate this way. Well, I think that's just in, in the community, though. I think that's that's for most people, and that's the reason why I feel like we. That's one of the biggest things that I feel like everyone can learn from is how to communicate healthy and more effectively. You mm -hmm. know, so and it is listening, listening. Um, that's one of the things that Jeff and I that we talk about constantly is you know i feel i feel i'm like you know we both 
speak more than when we're listening and it's kind of like nothing gets accomplished or if you're constantly talking over each other mm -hmm. and that sort of thing so it's like nothing won't get accomplished because it's just like you're basically just trying to outspeak the other person so it's kind of like okay so just try to you know learn how to communicate more healthy mm -hmm. yep yep yeah and last two are Number 10 is they take refuge in their phone at awkward moments. And number 11 is the main reason you fight. So being able to, to stop and say, man, I'm taking refuge in my phone. It's a discussion that needs to happen. I feel triggered. Let me go to my phone because it's more comfortable. Or like I need to get this out. But like I'm used to doing this. And I think that's the level past communication. Like most of us may say something. But it depends on what said back to us, and many of us haven't got to that place that we're that we're strong enough to put. Oh, I, I feel it's make me feel some type of way because if I'm addicted to something, if I need to pull away from it, and you've called it out and something that I said I was going to do and it didn't happen, it's a triggering moment, and so I can either do this, I can say, you know, let me take a breath now. Let me let me address the or let me express the emotion I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling that makes me feel a little angry, and. But I'm going to listen to what you have. So like getting past that. And so like you said, the main reason you fight about some people uh, with trust, maybe with trust in the phone. And so, uh, you know, first being trustworthy in the, in the place, but also being able to see, okay, like who I'm with is not the problem. The problem is the problem. So being able to talk about what mm -hmm. that problem looks like. And they gave us six fixes. So you may be thinking, yikes, ouch. Oh, that's me. Oh, they talking about me. Oh, they talk, you know, and so this is this is us. So we're gonna go through these really quickly. Yes. Time is almost wrapping up. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so number one, get things out in the open. Being able to communicate that, that is not a skill set you are born with. It get is things not. out in the open. You may have seen your parents or your mother or father, whoever you were raised with, your grandma would never be able to communicate effectively, get things out in the open. And so you may be told just bury it. Okay. Have technology-free times and zones. That's what I was just talking about earlier. Um, I think we all agree that turn our phone on first thing in the morning. Let's stop doing that. I think because I'm guilty of that. The first thing I do when I get up in the morning, which I am looking for my phone to do my devotion, but so, you know, but that should not be the first thing we do is to wake up and, um, you know, turn it over to the phone. So I would say this again, set a time aside if you talk to your spouse or even set a challenge for yourself. Like for me, I was like, I want to have a time, a zone technology free time for from six to eight. It was, I started in January, which I did really good from six to nine, but for February, I moved it up from six to eight. <laughs> I also but, talked about like you know doing why no nobody could touch their iPad phones or whatnot doing eating time and there's different things you could create there's different rules that you'd be able to create but is the main thing is start small and then gradually grow so yes yep. three and four say suggest a few changes to the setting so being able to take off you know those notifications those sounds that you hear that are triggering Almost like the little dog, like the little bill, and the dog would start saliving, you know, like they would start slapping the mouth, you know, change them, and then make it a game. All right, being able to think about, okay, saying, hey, let me, let me, let me push it this long, let me do something, kind of make it fun. Yes. So basically what they're saying is you could put your phone, everybody put their phone in the middle of the table and whoever's the first one to take their, you know, to grab their phone, they have to pay the table. Yep. Or if yep. it's just you and your spouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Five is set an example. Set an example with what you're doing. So if, if just like Dan was talking about in terms of, of not seeing something about the spouse piece, I think it's about set an example saying, hey, all right, let me put my let me begin my morning with 
with this play. I'm gonna set my phone. So I'm trying. I'm gonna say tough thing for me because I feel like it can still be kind of slight. But like, set an example mm-hmm. yourself so you're not doing that. And then get intimate without the phone. Hello, get the yams. Get those yams initially, or whatever it is that you're getting right there. But you know, being intimate uh, and having those real conversations, those authentic conversations, that you get to that place of like, you know what? This is something that I'm gonna set the move for. Um, I try to do that on on a, on a date we went on. Remember the uh, car? So I tried to do that place. I had a good time with you. Then. It was mm-hmm. a good time. Mm-hmm. You enjoyed yourself? Yeah, I did. I did enjoy myself with you, baby. <laughs> So, yeah, okay, you got some nuggets today, you got some homework today, yeah. so the love portion is ask your mate, your spouse, yourself, look in the mirror and, and say, and ask that person or yourself, whatever, when is my phone my bank? When do you feel like that? When do you feel like, and actually listen, and then apply it in your life. Don't say, don't get mad. I know it can be triggering because anything that goes against it can be triggered. Don't get mad and actually apply it. So, you know what? I'm going to actually try that. I'm going to actually look at that. Even if I disagree, what well, does it make? I'm going to try my best to do that place and, and get out and open. Being a That's your homework. It's your love. Get this place. So, laugh, learn, love as we get to play. And, and you may you may be hot right now. You may be angry. But every time we want to we end off every episode with this, with a confirmation that gets to the next place. This is, this is what we use in real life when we not speak to each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you want you look at your mate, look at your look at yourself if you ain't got anybody in this place right now. So you'll be prepared later. Look at him, look in the eyes and say these three things. I, I like you, you, I love you, you and, and I, I want, want you. you. Yeah. So Love you guys. Love you guys. We love you guys. Love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. All right.